Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Love on a Roll podcast. Man, this is crazy. Seven episodes in. I'm glad you all are enjoying. Thank you so much for the love and feedback that I always receive. It makes my day. It makes me happy to know that I'm making a difference and to know that you're enjoying the podcast. And I've got a request for interviews. So we're going to have some interviews coming up. And we're just going to have some great things coming up for this podcast. And thank you. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Seven episodes in. Again, love and support is critical uh, to making this work and bringing more love and inclusion into the world. In case you are new, this is the purpose of the podcast. We talk about what it's like to love on a roll, the good, the bad, the ugly, and bringing awareness, education, and positivity. My goal is I'm trying to bring more love and inclusion into the world because we need it now more than ever in 2020. So, I'm going to talk about a very important topic when it comes to dating and relationships. And this is the benefits of dating somebody who is in a wheelchair or uses a wheelchair. Because I know there's a lot of misconceptions out there and obviously if you've listened to the second episode which talks about misconceptions about dating someone in a wheelchair you'll know what those concept what those misconceptions are and you'll know that we dispelled it however a lot of people don't think about don't think about the benefits of dating somebody in a wheelchair so that's what we're going to talk about today somebody may choose to look at the negatives before they look at the positives and the benefits. So we're going to talk about the benefits. As always, with any type of decision, with anything in life, there's always pros and cons. But I feel like, again, when it comes to disability, people choose, for the most part, to look at cons instead of pros. And thankfully, I've been fortunate that there are a lot of people in my life now more than ever that chose to look at the pro- at the pros before the cons, but just in case for all the people that are new, for all the people that's being introduced to disability from this podcast, for all the people who's learning um, about my perspective and other people's perspective um, when it comes to disability, um, for all the people that's on the blog, This is for you, and I hope you enjoy. So let's get in there. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to hit me up on Love on a Roll and provide your feedback there. Or if you know me in person, you know what to do. You can just reach out to me and provide feedback and comments, and I would really appreciate your love and support. And I really appreciate all the love and support that's been coming in. I'm so humbled, guys. Okay, so let's get into this. So, first thing that I want to mention is that disability should not be a factor when you're considering to date some someone 
any more than food preferences or any other petty factor should come into play. Yes, I'm going to be honest with you, it is a little bit different. That's for sure. And there is a caregiver aspect that's involved that you wouldn't have if you were dating somebody who is not in a wheelchair or is able-bodied. However, there is some sort of caregiving involved in all relationships. And yes, it will be on a different level. And yes, your life may look a little different, but it all depends on how you view it and your mindset, which everything everything in life is mindset. Everything in life is mindset. It's all about how we choose to view situations and things in life. And I'm not gonna lie to you, like I said before, I'm going through a rough time. I've been going through a rough time my whole life, just like everyone is. Um, But, and I do, even though I have my dark days, I have, where I'm trying at least, to have a mindset and new realizations and epiphanies on life. So, At the end of the day, guys, you have to decide what's important to you, as with any relationship. So, like I said, disability should not be a factor, because with anything, with any relationship that you go into, whether the person is disabled or not, or is in a chair or not, you have to decide what's important to you. If you really want somebody that can cook, and the person is not a good cook or is not willing to cook, you have to decide how important that is to you. And that's with any type of relationship. Even when it comes to preferences on how you want to raise your kids. If you want to raise your kids in a certain type of religious faith and, you know, your, your partner does not, you have to decide how important is it to you to raise that kid or your family in that religious faith. So it's the same thing with any type of relationship. This is no different when you're choosing to date somebody who is in a wheelchair and choosing to engage in an interable relationship, which for those of you that don't know, is a relationship where one person is able-bodied or not not in a wheelchair and one person is in a wheelchair. So, at the end of the day, though, connection would ideally be the most important. And then everything else is secondary. And hopefully, it will all fall into the, all fall into place at the end. So, that's the first thing to keep in mind there. Now, there are some obvious benefits of dating somebody in a wheelchair, and there are some not-so-obvious benefits. So we're gonna go over both. So, the obvious benefits. 
parking and parking permits. When you're dating somebody in a wheelchair, you get disabled parking. If you're the person, if you're, yeah, if you're dating somebody and you're driving the car, their van, you get advantages of disabled parking. Even when your partner is not, not in the van, you may choose to take advantage of it. So there are some obvious benefits with the parking and parking permits, but even when your partner is in the van, you get perks of parking in all the good spots and not having to walk as far. VIP treatment. When you're dating somebody with a disability, you get VIP treatment. And sometimes when you have a disability, you all know you get you get VIP treatment. What do I mean by this? So there are things like some movie theaters that I've been to. They offer discounts. For example, if you tell somebody that somebody that works at the movie theater that this person is your caregiver, even if they're not, there are some movie theaters that may, and I've experienced this, some that do offer like a ticket for free, for example. So I would pay for my ticket and then the person who's claimed as my caregiver, quote unquote, will get him free. So, and also restaurants, you, you may get VIP treatment there. You may get VIP treatment when it comes to plays and, and even at the movie theater. You get to sit at certain places. And, well, I think movie theaters at the back, but like when it comes to plays and, for example, and events and stuff, you, you, de- you definitely get to sit up front and everything. Or you have good seats when you're at a sporting event or any type of stadium type of events. You may get to meet celebrities and people that you've always wanted to meet too. I have had the advantage because of my disability to meet celebrities and important people and different things like that. Not to brag, I'm just saying people with disabilities get VIP treatment and do get experiences that you wouldn't ordinarily get if you didn't have a disability. So take advantage of that yet, guys. So take Definitely take advantage of that, for sure. Um, a place to rest when you're tired. So this one is obvious, but if it's not obvious, I'll explain what I mean here. So a place to rest when you're tired, meaning that if you're walking around and you're, oh, I'm tired of walking, you can't either hop on the back of someone, of, of the person's chair and have a ride there. So it's basically like hopping on the back somewhere and getting a lift that way, or you can sit on the person's lap. Sit on your partner's lap. So you get two ways that you can kind of take a load off and, and not have to walk 
as much as you would if the person was able-bodied. Now, you also get extra space for groceries and shopping bags and other items. You also get extra hands to hold things. So again, wheelchairs have handlebars for the most part. So you get extra space to have your groceries or you get extra hands to if you need someone to hold your purse or whatever I've done that or a bag or things like that so you just you just get an extra helping hand and extra place to put things and like even even there's places in the chair where you can put it like in certain um, compartments I guess in the, the chair where certain things can hold that way, like bottles or whatever the case is. I hope that makes sense, but that's another perk. And there are some not so obvious benefits too. I was talking to someone about this today, or not today, but recently that I think people in wheelchairs or someone in a wheelchair can definitely provide support and encouragement more than the average person who doesn't have a disability. Now, I'm not trying to bash anybody or throw anybody under the bus. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that at all. But what I'm saying is, because of the, the, the fact that we've had to face hardship at an earlier age and go through things that nobody would have to go through if you didn't have a mobility impairment. That you become a more empathetic individual because of that unique life experience. And you will get an emotional bond like no other. And connection is so important and essential for all human beings to thrive. Like, I imagine if Maslow's hierarchy of needs or pyramid of needs, if you guys are familiar with that, I believe that if Maslow was alive today, he would have updated this pyramid with connection and relationships, because that's so important to survive. But everybody needs some sort of connection to, su- to survive. Like I said, with your family, with your, fr- with your friends and your your loved ones, and definitely with your significant other. Definitely. Like, all human beings need connection in order to survive. There are people right now that, because of COVID-19, they already have mental illnesses or they've been struggling emotionally and mentally that are just going through a rough time right now. And we can all help anybody who's struggling with isolation and quarantine by really being there for them and providing them with this emotional bond. And again, not that I'm saying that anybody can do this, but I feel like persons with disabilities have unique advantages, a unique advantage to do this because of our life experience. And so guys that are out there that says, oh, um, 
nobody will date me because I'm in a wheelchair. Guys, I am telling you, I understand what you're going through because I've been there before I have been there. Believe me, I have. But I have learned that there are so many unique advantages that we have because of our disability that would be a great benefit and asset in a relationship. So don't ever give up hope. I never want to hear anybody that says, oh, how do you, you know, like, it's hopeless or whatever the case is, or how do you find someone like that? I don't have a magic wand, guys. It's just the luck of the draw. It's God's timing. It's the universe's timing. When it's right, it's right. But you just have to surround yourself, and it's your, this is your responsibility as a person in a wheelchair. And in general, guys, if, if you're not in a wheelchair, I want you guys to make it a priority for you guys to surround yourself with quality, quality individuals. So not quantity. I'm not talking about quantity. You don't have to have a certain number of individuals in your life. So you don't have to have 20 individuals that are quality. I would rather have five, 10 at the most, or I mean, or more. I mean, I like people, but I would rather have five quality people in my life than 20 people. And like two or three of those are quality, you know? It's so important for any human being to make sure that you have quality people in your life. And you will know, you you will know when these people are worth holding on to. Believe me, you will. Because you won't have to go through drama and all that stuff that you would with people that are not quality. Okay, off my soapbox with that. But I think that's really important to mention. So going back to all this. So support and encouragement is definitely a benefit for you guys who are able-bodied, who want to date somebody, you're single, you're open, you're ready to mingle. And this is definitely a benefit for you guys to consider. Experiencing life in different ways. Like I said in the out in in the in the beginning in, in the top of the podcast. There are things aspects of your relationship with a person right? They are going to be the same as it would be with dating somebody else. However, you obviously will experience things that that you might not experience when you're dating somebody who is not in a chair. So, dating that person and your life with that person 
certain things will be the same and certain things will be different. But sometimes it's good to experience life in different ways, guys. Activities may look different. It doesn't mean they can't be done or experienced together. So, for an example, certain sports, cooking, parenting, going to the beach, etc. All of these may look a little different, but they can still be done together. in adaptive ways and again you have to decide what's important to you so for example if it's so important for you to be able to physically do certain activities with your partner if you want to go rock climbing with your partner and you like you want somebody who is very active and is into rock climbing or skateboarding or things like that that's fine you you want to be able to physically do those things with your partner meaning like you want them to physically be able to participate in the activity with you um like in other words being able to do the sport. So you're rock climbing together, you're skateboarding together, surfing together, you know, you get the idea, playing soccer together, whatever the case is. If that is so important to you to be able to physically do those things, then obviously someone who is in a chair that may not be physically possible for everyone but there are adapted you know techniques and sports out there so it may be possible it just may look a little different or you could choose to have somebody that's supportive of your passion supportive of certain activities and sports that you like to do and just can't do it with you like going to a skate park and watching as, as you skate or whatever the case is. Uh, going to a, a game to cheer you on. Going to a rock climbing wall and watching you rock climb. All of those things are possible for somebody who is in a wheelchair. Um, if you're looking for somebody that can cook you a gourmet breakfast on Valentine's Day or on your birthday. You may have to sell for my PCA's cooking or the individual's PCA's cooking or somebody who is paid to, to do that, skilled chef to do that. Or you can, you, you can choose to do it differently and have the person redo the ingredients. Having the person going shopping with you. Having the person be there physically in the kitchen with you as you're doing it. And helping in it in any way they can, but not actually physically 
doing the cooking, if that makes sense. Like, finding great recipes and still finding ways to be creative with food is my personal strength. So this is something that you can definitely do with your partner on wheels. Or being a taste tester, reading directions of the recipe. So it's all about your perspective and no disability is the same and everybody is impacted by it in different ways. So it's not important, uh, so, so it is important not to assume and ask questions and get information. And I do talk about this in this podcast. For more information about this, you can listen to episode two of the podcast where I talk about misconceptions about people who use wheelchairs and dating someone who uses a wheelchair, where I do provide more resources on dating somebody who uses a wheelchair. But don't be afraid to use a support group. Google can be your friend in this situation. Like for example, you want to go to the beach with your partner. You can Google whatever beach adapted beach chair or beach accessibility or sport adapted fill in a sport whatever the case is but you can also consult a professional if need be a doctor a therapist can be great resources I hope this episode gives you a little bit of a new perspective and I hope that it helps to alleviate any concerns or fears anyone who's listening may have in regards to being in a relationship of any kind with someone who uses a wheelchair and especially when it comes to being in a romantic or sexual relationship with somebody who uses a wheelchair. And remember, communication is key with any type of relationship. So, something else that I want to say here. As I've stressed before, but I always want to remind you guys, if you're new listeners or even constant supporters, is that I'm human too. So everything that I'm sharing is things that I've learned but I'm not an expert in any way. I don't try to be an inspiration or role model. My goal is just to try to love and guide others. All right, that's it for today's podcast, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, love will save the world and peace out.